Hey, welcome to the Small Business Reflections Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Reeve. I'm here with Mr. Travis Van Dusen, my co-host. How are you, sir? Doing great. Doing great, Brian. How are you? I'm good, man. It's, it's a new year. Um, I guess we can say uh, say Happy New Year. I don't know. Did we have a podcast that came out before this one in the new year? Yeah. Yes, we had our we had our end of the year reflections podcast that came out right at the beginning of 2024. Ah, okay. For 2023, uh, that was a good one. <laughs> yeah, you see how in touch I am. Uh, so so I'm, <laughs> I'm revealing that uh, my memory is not that great, but uh, that's okay. My business knowledge, though, hey, it's pretty solid. And so well, that's why and I'm that's, here. Yeah, that's right. That's Travis <laughs> here to keep me keep me straight. Uh, that's why we have this podcast. Is uh, we're looking to reflect on uh, business practices and uh, kind of digging into our knowledge bag, uh, uh, what we've experienced and how we have grown as a business as well as we serve small businesses. And so uh, we're looking to dive into our community and uh, kind of discover what works, what doesn't, and um, see if we can be of help. Uh, And so that's our goal on this podcast. So we appreciate you tuning in. And today uh, we've certainly got something queued up for you pretty pretty good. Travis and I have talked about this a good bit. Uh, I'm pretty excited about it. It's trust. Um, and one of the things that uh, we see uh, as business owners um, is that trust is, is hard uh, to to maintain, uh, but very important uh, to have. And the kind of trust we're talking about uh, is internally, right? Do your employees trust you as the business owner? Do they trust your direction? Do they do they trust your leadership? Um, you know, because behind closed doors, when they get with other folks. Uh, are, is that the conversation they're having? You know, are they they enjoying uh, trust in you as a leader and, and enjoying uh, being with the company? And so that's kind of what we're hitting on today. Uh, and so we've got a handful of uh, reasons why it's important. Uh, but I think Travis, you got something to kick us off with? Yeah, today we're really talking about why trust is is important in the business for business owners. And really, uh, you know, we, we've done some, re- we've looked at the research and we, we've talked about this. And this is something that we, we, we work with a lot of different organizations and we see that this is an ongoing issue. And it's, a, it's an obvious issue because honestly, the, the red lights have been flashing for quite a while on the leadership dashboard when it comes to trust with our employees. Uh, this is not a new subject. It's only getting worse. But unfortunately, some people, it's like that, you know, check engine light that comes on on your vehicle, you, you just, some people would just keep driving, hoping that it's going to turn back off, but eventually the car starts to sputter and then eventually the car turns off. And what we're hoping we can do today is kind of maybe help you see that check engine light and begin to go ahead and let's get it in and let's do the right maintenance that needs to be done before the, the car has some type of catastrophic failure. You know, Gallup had a, a poll, a staggering poll for that, you know, that talked about what is the current trust for with employees versus to their employers today? And and that poll basically said only 21% of employees actually agree that they trust the leadership of their organization. Hmm. That's a staggering number. I mean, that is a and and even more interestingly is in 2019, that was 24%. So it's declining. Um, at about a 3% every three to four years. So we're not going in the right direction and things are not getting better. And one of the most significant challenges for leaders is 
today is we're not given the benefit of the doubt. You know, in the past, most leaders would be given what they call the honeymoon period. You know, they would give, be given that six month period where most people would listen to what they had to say. Then after that, you know, they, people would start to look at what, what you've actually done. But for the problem is today, most people um, are, are walking in the door doubtful that their business leaders, that their business owners truly, they can, that they can truly trust them. In fact, a study was done called Elderman's uh, Trust Barometer, and more than half of the population has came out that they're basically stating that they need evidence before they can trust you. Hmm. They need to be able to know, they need to see something in your actions that's, that proves that they can trust you. So today we want to talk a little bit about building trust as business owners and as leaders. And if we wish, if we want that high performance for our teams, we want to be able to move fast and move rapidly uh, within our companies, then we need to be able to build that success. Revenue and, and, and performance all is linked to, to trust. Nobody wants to work hard for a leader they don't trust. And you know, Brian, I, one of the things that uh, it's it's kind of it's kind of laughable, but one of the things a lot of uh, leaders and business owners will try to do to build trust is, you know, they think it's about uh, go, going on a, a retreat and doing a trust fall, you know, oh, you know, or it's about having a pizza party or it's about, you know, giving a little bit of a bonus at the end of the year. And while those things are good and they're fun, they they don't build trust. So. Let's uh let's get into some of these things of why we need to build trust with our team. Yeah, man. Well, I mean, I think a pizza party would build trust with me. I uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do enjoy uh, pizza, uh, and I do like a party. And so you put those two things together, that's pretty good. But <laughs> you're right, and so it, it that is that is something that perhaps may be seen as um, you know pandering or. Uh, not authentic, and I think that's that's where we run up against uh, building trust. And so, and probably one of the things uh, before we even get into you know kind of number one, trusted business owners do this, and that is is that one of the things you need to understand as a as a business owner is that uh, building trust takes time, and uh, it, it's going to take a little bit of time to get that on board. And if you weren't moving in that direction you're going to have to overcome some hurdles, which I think we talk about in a minute. But uh, number one, trusted business owners communicate clearly. Oh, my goodness, man. It, I'm half, the, half the problem is communication. Communication, communication, communication. It, it goes so poorly so often, and then you've got employees making poor decisions based on poor communication. Uh, one of the, the the big ways we saw this was kind of going into COVID, um, you know, going into COVID versus being in the middle of COVID versus coming out of COVID. We saw the landscape change so much, um, you know, businesses that uh, were exclusively uh, inside the office, connected with one another, all of a sudden, like the next day or the on Monday, Everybody goes home, uh, and and so there was uh, a little bit of communication in some places, but we saw uh, where business owners didn't communicate at all because perhaps maybe it was, well, this is going to be a short, temporary thing. Well, temporary or no temporary, communication is 
is key. It's very important uh, because it sets that tone of transparency in, in putting those things on a clear footing. Uh, you know, one of the things that we communicated upstream consistently was we're okay. The world is not ending. Upstream is going to be fine. You will continue to have a job. We're going to be okay. And that was almost every day I was saying the same thing, the same thing. Now, if I'm going to be completely honest here, on the back end, was I worried? Yes, I was worried. Right? As a business owner, we we have to march forward, but there are some things on the back end that perhaps that 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 do trouble us. But I really did believe that we were going to be just fine, and we did. We we were okay. Now I had to make some adjustments as a business owner. There had to be some reduction of salary for me to make sure that my people were taken care of. But I told them that I'm like, hey, look, you're going to be just fine. And uh, we're going to take. I'm going to take a haircut. And if you ever seen me, I'm bald, so there's not much to cut there. Uh, but I'm going to take a haircut. But I'm going to make sure you're okay. And so we communicated that clearly. Uh, and we should be doing more of that as a business owner, right? What are our goals? How do people take part in those goals that we're after? Um, where are we from a revenue standpoint? Man, man, oh man, there's something that nobody ever wants to talk about as a business owner. How much money we're making. Well, you know what? If you don't talk to them about how much money you're making or not making or how well you're doing or not well you're doing, then they're going to formulate their own assumptions. And when they come with their own assumptions, now you've got other problems. And so communicating clearly is, is a huge deal to go and build that trust as a business owner. Yeah, man, it's it's been said that when communication decreases, uncertainty always increases. And this is all about transparency. And like you talked about, it's it's about being, you know, very clear and transparent with your people. You know, many companies are unwilling to be tra transparent with their, their their team members, and they like to withhold information as if it's something that's somehow going to change an outcome of uh, of the situation. Okay, you let them know how much money's made. It's not going to really change about how much money's in your bank account or theirs. It's it's a reality of letting them know. Here's the circumstances. Um, you know, I've had situations where I've seen where you know employees maybe wanted a pay raise or something, and it wasn't until you're able to paint this picture of saying, "Here's what the red, here's what our financials look like. These are the the metrics that you need to meet for us to be able to even talk about this." And, and, and if those conversations happen, then people know where they stand and there's clarity. You know, like you talked about during COVID, the companies that survived COVID were the companies that were straight with their employees. It, it, it's better to, you know, because it's better to disappoint your employees and give them the hard truth than to, to deceive them. You know, I like to give an example. I spent 10 years in the aviation industry. So to say the least, I've seen some angry customers at times. Yeah. You know, when there's weather, when there's broken airplanes, whatever it may be, there's people delaying. There's one thing I always like to observe upstairs in the terminal. You know, a flight's delayed or people are sitting at a, sitting at a gate at the airport and they're waiting for their flight and it keeps getting delayed. Oh, it's pushing 30 minutes, an hour. We've all been there, right? We want to go home or we need to get to our destination. And there's this massive amount of anxiety at the gate. There's all these people standing in line asking questions of what's going to happen, what's going to happen. And the flight pushes later and later and the anxiety in the room keeps getting higher and higher. And then finally the flight cancels. Guess what happens when the flight cancels? 
the room goes calm because now there's an answer. The flight's not leaving. Huh. And now we just start looking for loose solutions to, okay, come back tomorrow, go get on this other flight. You see, when we, when we leave our people without all the answers, that creates that environment of anxiety and all those problems. But when we give them an answer, whether it's good or bad, people can deal with that better because they can, they can move on. And what's interesting for us is at the beginning of the pandemic, employees engagement was very high. People were communicating, you know, CEOs and business owners were on Zoom calls and on town halls and they were answering questions. You know, there was people at home with kids running in the background. And instead of someone in a suit, they were just wearing normal, their normal street clothes. And over 55% of employees agreed that their leader communicated clearly. But by 2022, towards the end of the pandemic, when things started to go back, only 22% of, of employees agreed that they were clearly communicated to. So things peaked at that moment because leaders did see the importance of it. But now we're back to this low communication uh, threshold again. And clearly, I mean, communication has lessened and it's affecting employees and their ability to communicate to, with their people. You know, there's three things that really happen, Brian, when we talk about having transparency. You know, your team grows, gets closer because people really know what's going on. And when there's trust, and you just think about a relationship, your marriage or with a spouse, you know, when there's trust, you get closer. When you don't have trust, you, you push apart. You solve problems faster. When you have all the information, you can solve a problem faster than when trying to solve a problem with half the information. And then trust grows stronger. It keeps getting better. You know, bottom line here is trust is built on, on solid communication and, and the ability to connect with your team. And we saw that, uh, you know, at Upstream, when we uh, went into COVID, we were communicating. I just felt that I had to send that message out every day to remind folks. Uh, but we could we could start to feel growing closer to one another, even though now we're further apart because we were one of those organizations that operated inside an office. Um, and so we, we actually don't now. That's one of the changes that we made coming out of COVID is that we never went back to the offices. So all of our folks work from home, uh, but um, we actually communicate, I, I think, more than before we were in the office because we would go to our little cubicles right and then we would do our things and then we would leave and so but now uh, it's a constant communication going back and forth where that trust is growing um, and that's what we tried to do outside of our organization as well you know at upstream we we assist small businesses in the area of communicating and connecting because we think that those two particular things are vital and so, you know, and I was thinking about it as you were going through those things, I was thinking that, you know, what, what if I was to organize those pieces, what would I organize and, and what would I say, hey, you know, maybe that's what we should work on first. Well, obviously, if there's a fire that you've got, you've got going, right, there's a dumpster fire that's happening inside your organization, you probably need to address that first uh, yeah. and, and put that out. But if I was to give you, okay, well, beyond that, what is step number one of, of, of growing that trust? It's really understanding your people, understanding their personality, and that comes through uh, kind of the disc assessment and creating a baseline, and that's something that we put out 
uh, where we've got kind of a four package session where uh, you know three of those sessions we're we're with your team talking and going through the disc assessment, which you need three sessions. Actually, you probably need more like six sessions to go through <laughs> yeah, the volume of material that is produced from that disc assessment for the individuals. And so knowing their personalities, knowing what the baseline is, is vital to that moving into that one-on-one -on -one coaching where you're now trying to help the business owner understand this is what you have. These are the personalities of your people. This is how they interact with each other. Do you have those people in the right seats? Do you need to move the introvert who's trying to figure it out in the sales position behind the scenes to where they're more comfortable crunching the Excel spreadsheet, right? And so that, that step number three is taking that disk assessment that we provide, moving to uh, organizing and developing and making sure, okay, here's a gap. We need someone in this area. We move this person away. We're, we're strong in this area. Don't worry about it. And so that's what we're trying to do with small businesses on the outside is what we learned ourselves on the inside. And then, of course, you know, once you move past that understanding those pieces, it, it's the ongoing learning and development uh, in one of those five big areas, you know, attraction and retention, uh, conflict resolution, which uh, we're seeing a lot of these days, um, and then training future leaders and developing a, a culture, uh, developing a culture of trust inside your organization. So you're not behind the eight ball always trying to earn it. You're constantly showing your people that they can, in fact, trust you. Uh, number two, trusted business owners lead with empathy, right? Uh, asking questions like, how are you doing? You know, we were on a call the other day with our team, um, and, and one of the first things that we like to ask is, like, how's everybody doing, right? Mm -hmm. how, what was your, how was your Christmas like? And, you know, what, what, did you have those crazy relatives over, right? How are you doing? Um, what we're showing and what we're what we're giving them is is we we care about you, we care about you, and we're not just fooling you know ourselves. We literally care about our people because it's our people who make upstream good. And so it, without my people, without the trust and the the camaraderie that we have, there is no upstream. And so yeah. I can I can hang it up. So what what matters to you most matters to me. And so, and you know, we've heard it before. People don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. It can't just be lip service. You you have to lead with empathy. Yeah, and, and the fact of the matter is, they won't really care about your mission until they know how much you care. And a lot of people are wondering why people won't work harder. They won't, you know, they won't protect the business. They they won't go the extra mile, and it, it, it's because you know there's there's no, there's no empathy in the organization, and I've and I always say you know you need to talk less and you need to listen more, and that's how you build that empathy. And as business owners, we need to ask more questions. And Brian, you you had some great questions there. I mean, ask about the season of life they're in. You know what, you know what would make your life easier. Um, Brian, one of the things that you do so well with Upstream is is you're always asking, you know, what resources do you need? And that's a critical piece in just being a remote company, being being that we're all 
over uh, basically the state of North Carolina, um, in, in some cases, that, you know, there's making sure that your team members have the proper technology and the resources that are needed uh, to do the job well, because a lot of research is now showing as well that, um, you know, people who work remotely are not being supported properly because of that reason. It's because they're they're trying to figure things out on their own because there's no there's nobody working with them in the cubicle next to them. Um, so just keep keeping those things in my, mind, you know, stop talking more and start asking and listening more, you know, be more curious about what they're doing and how they're doing. Ask them about what matters to them. You know, you need to communicate that you don't just care about what they do, but you care about who they are. We live in a day, a world today that that people don't want to follow a leader that they know that doesn't really care about them, that they're there for the, their motives are simply just to get a result from you. You know, they want to know that you genuinely have their best at, at, at mind. And we have to be able to communicate that uh, constantly. And we need to be able to communicate that successfully because people need to know that you notice them and that you, that, that you know that they matter. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's got to be authentic and got to be real. I mean, if one thing, if there's one thing that people can spot is authenticity. Yeah. Um, and it's got to be it's got to be authentic and real. You you need to believe it yourself uh, to try to get them to get to that trust place. So number three, uh, kind of ways that a business owner can build trust uh, because it is important is trusted business owners build a culture of trust consistently, right? Consistently. If there's anything that's hard for us to do, it is to stay consistent. But it is one of the most important uh, things in your tool bag, right? Um, it, you have an opportunity as a business owner to do things correctly and build a culture uh, inside your organization of trust and caring. And so it, it's, it's on your shoulders, business owner. It's, it is up to you. Mm -hmm. And so you, you can maybe hire the people development director, right, this, this funky title. But it still falls on you to set that tempo uh, and to do this consistently. And, you know, Travis uh, asked me a statement uh, months and months ago. He said, you know what? He said, imagine, Brian, if you stay consistent, where, where would you be now with things, right? So imagine if I stay consistent with my, my working out habit. Manage, imagine, imagine if I stay consistent with uh, my leadership development or my growth as an individual or uh, my pursuit in, in my business goals. Imagine where I would be now if I stayed consistent. It's very important to stay consistent to build that trust with your team. Yeah, as we've always said, consistency compounds. It's It's all about understanding that day in and day out and and consistency is also really important to trust because you know it, it takes a long period of time to to truly build trust with someone you know you you don't become uh you don't build trust with someone overnight you know that that trust that you see you know and you talk about people who have been through things you know the guy who's in the foxhole next to you that you trust more you trust with your life those those that trust that's built is built through uh experience and things actually happening and the reality is for all of us is while trust is really hard to gain it is very very easy to lose you only have to do one or two things wrong and you could lose it 
And the reality is it could take a long time to get it get it back to where you are again. And and so we want to we want to make sure that we understand that that we as we build in that trust that we want to make sure that we are being consistent. And, and one of the first things you want to ask yourself is you want to make sure, you know, are you consistent on how you present yourself to your team? When you walk into the room, are your are your team members wondering which kind of you is coming in the room? You know, I heard Craig Rochelle recently say, you know, there's a hummingbird you. This is the person who comes in the room and flutters around and is all happy and 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 just is giving everybody <laughs> high fives and and everyone's you know it's it's a joy filled person. But there's also the seagull you, and it's you swooping in and you poop on everyone and you fly away, being <laughs> consistent. And your expectations and being consistent in your your attitude towards your team, being consistent on how you approach your people is going to really matter. You don't want to leave your people guessing. And if you're unsure on how your people perceive you, ask them. Mm-hmm. Be willing to ask them. Take that risk and ask them what's going on. You know, the number one reason why most members of your team don't reach or meet their expectation is because their expectations are stripped, are rarely straightforward and they're very rarely actually known. You know, we want to be clear about what we expect. And when we re- when we see it done well, we want to reward it immediately. Like when someone's doing what we expect, we want to reward it. And when they're not doing what we expect, we want to correct it. And we want to be consistent in doing that. The problem for most of us is that we're not consistent. And it's not what we do occasionally that matters. It's what we do consistently that matters. We want to we want to set an expectation that our leadership is boring. Because boring is consistent. We don't want to be putting out fires or every day we come in with a, a, a Jekyll and Hyde personality. We want to make sure we're consistent. So we want to almost be boring in the way we do things because consistency creates an emotionally safe environment, organizational clarity, and and helps you make impact. Right. People can trust you when they know that you are consistently uh, doing the things that that you're talking about, right? Your, Your actions and your words match up. And so, and that's what builds trust consistently. Um, you know, and, and, and we hear the argument all the time when we come in to, to help small businesses try to build a culture or try to work on conflict resolution, uh, try to focus on attraction and retention. Uh, we hear, well, why can't we just do this? Well, one, you can. Uh, you can try if you would like. And so uh, we've spent the last 12 years trying to develop a model that's proven and working. Uh, but what I always tell them is that we will help you do it consistently. And so you're going to do it, and you're going to have a pizza party, and it's going to be great. And then next month it's going to fall by the wayside, and and then you're going to get it back on track, and then it's going to fall off again because you're the business owner. Your main focus is not uh, consistently doing learning and development. It's consistently producing the service or the product that you're after. Uh, So allowing us to come in and be a part of your team uh, is a really insignificant cost to pay to stay consistent. And then once you are disciplined enough to continue the consistency, then you're right. We don't necessarily need to be in place, but our goal is to help you get consistent and to start with things like the disc and get you moving down uh, the uh, the track and to keep you uh, focused on that consistency. And that's, that 
why you hire an outside organization to help you with those things uh, to, to move you in that particular consistent direction. Yeah, absolutely. So as we kind of wrap up here, I mean, what we what we really wanted to just uh, want you to understand is as you travel through this journey of of being a, a small business owner, you know, trust is where where it's all going to begin. Trust is where you where you where you're going to want to go in the future, and and we want to be consistent in in understanding that. So really, that last little piece here is understanding that you know part of building trust is also about equipping your people. Making sure that your people have what they need. You know, we touched on it already with the hybrid environment we're in now. That you know, we want to make sure that they have they're given what they what the resources they need. There's nothing worse than a a leader walking in and, and asking what do you need and then writing it down and then leaving and never doing anything with it. So we're going back to that idea of, of consistency. And, and one of the interesting things about uh, a study that we read was that you know. For for most leaders, especially managers, nearly 50% of them with more than 10 years of experience have less than nine hours of training. Hmm. So when we're talking about us coming, we're talking about upstream coming in and helping develop your team. Most of the people in your team, even at the highest level, have only had nine hours of training. Now, for the ones that are under one year um, in a current role, mo most of them have had zero, up to 43% have had zero hours of personal development training. So imagine the elevation. Imagine how you could elevate your team by just a small investment with your team to be able to help them grow and to become better. And the same can be done for you. Um, Brian, I mean, I think that's, I mean, that's what it's all about. It's can we build a consistency? Can we can we can we be consistent in everything that we do across the board to build that trust? Right, you got to have trust to to move the organization forward, uh, because you know sometimes you may have a different vision than what has been cast up until this point, and if your people don't trust you, they're not going to be on board in your vision, and then now you're you're trying to push it down the road by yourself, um, and so trying to build that trust it, it's important. It's, it's worth you taking the time and investing in that area to build it. Well, that's what we got for you guys today. Um, we really appreciate you tuning in and, uh, and listening. And so um, get to work building trust. It's worth it. It's worth your time. Last word, Travis. No, I think that, that's it. We thank you guys so much for, uh, for giving us your time. And uh, we'll catch you guys on the next episode.